Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to episode 20 of No Idea Yet. I didn't just nearly forget the title of our podcast. I mean, I forgot the, uh, the intro last week, I think, so <laughs> the title might be the next one again. Um, welcome, yes. We are here this week with Freddie and Johnny. Hey. And this week, they will be just finding out live on the episode, we will be discussing dancing. Ooh. Oh, slightly oh. left a field. I don't, I don't think they saw that one coming somehow. I seem to remember yeah. you didn't like dancing because you said it wasn't a sport. I mean, I, I don't dislike dancing by any means. I, I'm not very good at dancing, but I definitely don't dislike it. Oh, so not they dislike it that you didn't say that breakdancing is not I, a sport. That oh, yeah, that's right. I, I thought that breakdancing wasn't a sport. That was. Throwback to episode six, actually, believe it or not. But yeah, which probably yeah. says well to anyone who's new to the podcast. Um, so how this works, we basically, uh, this this is the first half in which we discuss a new topic that we don't necessarily know much about. Uh, and then we go away for a week and then discuss, uh, research it and then come back. Um, and then you get that all in one nice package in this episode. So yeah. Um, so we'll start off a little bit of the, oh, actually, over to Johnny, the <laughs> pre, pre-researching it definition. Then we'll come back um, to you next week for your I'm, full definition ooh, corner. Ooh, that's, that's, How do you define dancing? That's kind of um, I guess it would be because you don't necessarily need music to it, so you don't. It's not moving to music. Always being very liberal. It would be moving to a rhythm, be it internal, or whatever. Or is it just flailing your arms? Are you just flailing around for no good reason? It's not for Can movement. I... It's not getting where to be. Okay, got a question do you have for to you. Move? Do you reckon you have to move? Yeah. Well, you can use your eyes to dance. I mean, how how would you know you're dancing? You? You're just sitting still. You'd be like, oh, you're dancing really well right now. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you noticed. Okay. What about the other option? Like a baby that's just like on the floor, basically wriggling, doing its thing. And you're like, that baby's dancing. It's like, but it's silent. <laughs> it's just pure silence. <laughs> the baby's just like, is that dancing? Oh, yeah. But I, I think, I guess, actually, it, it probably is to, I'd say it probably is like, you know, usually to music, it is, you know, dancing is moving your body to a rhythm. Which isn't for any other purpose than either enjoyment or show. Oh, okay, fair. Maybe it's the purpose. Enjoyment or show, that's, that's the, yeah. Because I guess you enjoy it because you want to move to music or because you want to show off how good you are at dancing. Also, mate attraction. I mean, look at animals. You know, they dance. But... I have heard, this is slight, this is, this is topically, topical, but interesting. Quite topical, but interesting. Is the fact that blind people who have never been sighted still put their hands up in celebration when they win something. So when no one's ever seen that blind person, they still... Is it like when the fall, tree falls? No, no, not the... No, the blind person's <laughs> never seen other people do it, but so they, they still No do one's it. seen this blind person, but somehow we know they put their hands up. <laughs> so you leave a camera in the room with a blind person. Who <laughs> was born in the woods, managed to survive his whole life. All I mean is, like... Is, is innate and there's purpose behind things like behind our movements so I'm wondering if it ties in with dancing is that like if we all naturally do movements for kind of like a pleasure or celebratory and that like dancing is, is, is it, well, it's interesting when you obviously people dance infinitely more when they are when they're drunk right when inhibitions have been lowered so it maybe is just like a it's more of a natural thing that you can do once you are but isn't that our culture kind of, like you know. our English culture of being English <laughs> because that's alcohol being drunk is uh, culture dependent because like which I, I think is mad. I read a book about called Heretics about belief and stuff. Um, and one thing was like uh, being drunk is culture dependent. So in the UK, we consider it as lower inhibitions, usually aggressive, rowdy, and telling the truth more. Whereas in other countries, it's you're more drowsy, maybe a bit more mellow, a bit more happy, and maybe a bit silly. But like, so dependent on what country you go to, it's kind of this kind of social culture which is constructed about when you drink of what you do when you're drunk kind of thing because i guess at the very least you're still yeah but i mean but yeah so it, well, that's, that's not it could be related but no i guess that's not related to the show but i guess we could look up something about no but i mean right so coffee for example in some cultures is for relaxing people don't they drink coffee like in, in turkey you have a coffee to relax <clears> or like the end of a meal it's not like, oh, I need to get some work done. Better smash like, 600 milligrams yeah. of caffeine in my eyes. 
but yeah, so it's kind of like you know, you've just had a nice meal, you're gonna have a coffee to relax in the sun by yeah, you know, like reading exactly. a book. It's a different, yeah, so it's, it's a nice a, warm same drug, different style. Mm. Yeah, which is interesting. We don't so dance to coffee. They <laughs> <laughs> have a little bit on the well, significance of it to, to you guys. How 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 important is it to you? I know Freddie, you don't have, have dabbled in a little bit of the old yeah. the salsa and things in, in your past. Yeah. But, um, and like so, yeah. So Freddie, do, so do you want to touch on that quickly? The sort of your yeah, I, I, experience I, of this is um, actually kind of looking forward to this. Well, I mean, I always am, but like yeah, dancing has has meant a lot to me recently because. Well, first of all, I was definitely very nervous earlier on when I was younger about dancing. And I still am now, to be honest. Like, dancing in front of people is kind of terrifying. And that's definitely a cultural, like, a way you've grown up and stuff. Like, singing too, I guess. That ties in with dancing and singing, right? And then I uh, met some people and they said, oh, we go to this salsa class. And I'd never, ever gone before to any sort of, like, dance class thing. And I just had a free Tuesday, so I was like, sure. And I started turning up. And at first, terrifying. Absolutely, like, so terrifying. You said recently, this is your first year of university, right? So this is like seven years ago or something recently? Or just like... This was not my first year of university. This was actually my no, internship just... year. So oh, my sorry, fourth. Yeah. So fourth year. Fourth year. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very recent then. Very, very recent. <laughs> um, still, still, yeah. Still fresh in the memory. Ages away. Um, no, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily know that. Nice, but yeah, yes, yeah. it was... Um, First of all, very, very terrifying, getting used to it and getting used to it. And I was like, okay, cool. And within the class, it's just like a kind of fun class thing you do. And then this is where the mind-blowing part comes to me anyway, is that you go out to a party with salsa and bachata and what Latin music and people are just dancing and they invite you to dance with them and you dance with people and that's totally fine. And it's like strangers are coming up to you and saying, let's dance. And I'd never ever been in that situation before. And I suddenly knew what to do, which is a big tick, right? Oh, this is what you do. This is the, this is the, 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 the how would you say that? Kind of like, you know, the rules almost like, mm. so mm. you ju- I could join in and it was abs- the most liberating thing I think I'd ever done by that point in my life. It was just like, I'm with strangers dancing. It's something I'd never done before. And it was great fun. And so I carried that forward and continued lessons because I just, it was a part of my life I never knew I would enjoy. Still don't really enjoy dancing in clubs unless I'm hammered, though, because I don't know what to do. But if a Latin <laughs> song comes on, you can bet your ass I will be grabbing the first person and starting salsa. <laughs> well, is that such a good point of you saying, like, you know, because you listen to music and you want to, you don't just want to sit down to music. I guess that thing is quite innate, that thing of like, well, I'm going to... I mean, it's a bit of a bold statement, but the idea you want to do something to it. But again, as you're saying, like sometimes you don't know what to do. So having a like a constructed, regulated dance is a thing like I can enjoy this music with other people, and I don't have to be afraid mm. of maybe not doing it right. Although I definitely mm. do think you know everyone can dance, just someone more aesthetically pleasing to watch than others. You know, at the yeah. End of the day. But well, so yeah, who are you dancing for in that case? I guess is the question there. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. I just went for fun, and then. I got used to it and then I entered the competitions actually in the end like of that year and we did well the chatter as well which is proper like saucy sexy. dancing yeah it's as saucy like... as you can get without being wet <laughs> it is like, <laughs> I mean in the same sense of producing your own art if you give like a kid a pen and they make a painting and it looks like trash but whatever they're having a good time that's sick that also relates to dancing right you start dancing when you're a kid and you're just having fun then you get some structure maybe because you practice or you have lessons and it starts to look more like well structured like you've come up with it but it doesn't it, it then breeds more creativity later on if you have the basis first right whereas so a lot of there is a fair bit of creativity in when you're doing the salsa stuff right you obviously you can do you yeah know, you is, can come up with your moves like you, go with, you go with your partner and they, they, they sort of leave you know one person leads like i said i really don't know much about it so that's kind of why so there's, 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 there's a set week, amount right? of like regular moves and stuff and steps and then you, you so like if you think you've got loads of numbers and then everyone knows all the numbers, but then you can decide to put those numbers in whatever order. So you usually be like, oh, mm. one, two, three, one, two, three. So it's mm. like, actually, no, I'm going to go one, four, eight, two. And suddenly what looks like a, usually when you start to learn, it'll be a really regular back, forwards, back, forwards. And now we'll do a spin, back, forwards, back, forwards. And now I'll do another spin, back, forwards. But then when someone, two people know it really well, it's like, there's no back and forwards. You may see like one of those, everything else is just dancing around. And yeah, all the well, numbers. You made me think about this now. Like, I'm guessing actually the definition of what makes a dance a dance <clears throat> generally and this is from my knowledge are the steps and then the rest you can do what you want so let me explain that a waltz for example is like steps those are left right left right no 
left, right, right, left, left, right, one, right, left. Two, and three, one, two, yeah, three. and it has that, and that's what makes it the waltz. Yes, obviously the music, but that comes hand in hand. So a salsa is you step on one, three, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. It has like, it's like, it's kind of like almost a seven, eight rhythm. And those are the steps that make it a salsa and not something else. And then the stuff you do on top of that with your hands and spinning your partner and coming apart and coming together, that's, you come up with that. You can just take inspiration from other stuff. So I could salsa to a rock song. You wouldn't really, but you could do it because mm. you just do the, those steps to that song. Just um, make sure you do it in time. Yeah, you just have to stay in time. And I mean, that's the okay. thing that it's all about, right? So hear me out. What, what do you think for like, so if I'm thinking of like, because obviously like it's self-expression. So like art, dancing, singing is all self-expression. Everyone can do it. Everyone can enjoy it. But then some people will look or sound better than others. But it's not actually relevant to the enjoyment is. But but do you think like you know, singing is like your auditory self-expression that somebody hears? Like art is the visual that you see. And then I guess dance could say it's both visual and also physical as well. You know, it's how you self-express, but with your movement of your body. One is that you're leaving, you know, a pattern on something. So it's in that sense. Another one is you're using your voice and the other one is actually using your whole body. Mm. The arts. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm. Well, also, it, I've, I've written down, do we all dance when drunk? Because I, I like to believe that I think every culture when drunk is a bit more partial to dancing. I, I don't know. I want to find that out. Okay, so I've got <laughs> I I, that, just to round off your definition though. So you said you can dance without music, which is true. But how often does that really happen? Yeah, I, I think that's only because you first you heard the music and you danced, and then separately to it, you probably because I was thinking like you can dance on your own, but you really you're probably dancing to music in your head, or do you like? Yeah, what's really happy? Might do, do like a very quick little little movement that, that shows they're really happy. But it, is that I don't know if that's a thought. I said that's when you do yeah. a happy dance. Uh, is that an expression? A little, mm. yeah, it's more of an expression. But okay, so um, another thing I wanted to get into, see what you guys talking about. How about dancing as a career and like actually mm. see a career as a dancer, or just, or just like sort of making money as a dancer? Right, it's quite a, quite a difficult, difficult thing to do. I, I think see. it's quite, obviously yeah, very well known to be very difficult and competitive. I'm sure. Um, well, I think that's where back, can, like a backy dance get, like, enjoyment. Yeah. Is that, like, oh, yeah. oh, backing dancer. So something I learned of the same with like you know X Factor or the backing singers and actors. Usually they're unpaid people who are just like, and it's like so that is like a multi-million pound like entertainment show. And like same with Britain's Got Talent. And I was hearing this for my sister-in-law saying like, um, so you know people who do that and they'll be like professional dancers and they do it all for free because you can put it on your CV. So it's kind of like do you like that intern thing away kind of yeah. using yeah, abusing people who are willing. Upcoming actor, you, I think again, it's just there's so many people trying to do that one thing. And well, so the upcoming few, actor extras yeah. get paid a decent amount. Um, well, nah, that's it. a lot, a lot of upcoming yeah, like, sort of maybe like 50 50 between like paid work and just work mm. for their showreel, as it were. So, yeah, should I tell you yeah. how? Should I tell you how salsa and bachata dancers make money? Please do. Mm. Um, because obviously, when you start going to win classes, competitions at university, <laughs> yeah, no, I came second. <laughs> um, yeah. when you when you uh you know when you start something and it could be any sort of class and there's people who just dip in and out and then there are some people and it's their life. Like it's like they're into it. And there is a whole life to dancing that I didn't know about, obviously. And the salsa bachata way is, I mean, well, a lot of it is obviously um, Latin American peoples being friendlies. I have one quick word. When you, yeah. You're saying Latin and not bruschetta. Surely that's, that's the food thing, right? <laughs> what? You said Latin and you said like Latin and bruschetta. Latin American. Did you? What's oh, the dance you did? Called, okay, bachata. Did you think bruschetta and bachata because they sound similar? <laughs> I guess bruschetta. Sure said really saucy Latin dancing or a type of bread. Put the sauce on the bread. Is that what you do? Mm. You the, well, the, another the, dance is called merengue, and that sounds a lot like meringue. Mer- oh yeah, so you got, you got your pudding. Merengue is, is a great dance because that's a ten. I think it's a ten-step thing. So it's really just kind of shuffling, and then you just do some little like you just throw people around, you just do little spins. So it's like the easiest and nicest form of dancing. I think it's from the Caribbean originally, mm-hmm. um, and it's like doing a bit of that. It's just fun because it's like that's definitely where like I did. Me and Abby did some like couples dancing, and it was like the jive, the waltz. Um, merengue yeah but like that was the most fun because it was the least like structured a lot of them they'll be like all right you go th- you need to learn mm. steps and then you learn the extras the spins and mm. stuff like this and then when you get good enough you put them all together and you and both of you will know exactly what you're doing and you can make this nice dance 
We did not get advanced at all. It was very basic what we did. But yeah, the merengue oh, was good, definitely yeah. like a really freeing kind of chill, mm. just enjoy the music, do a few little spins and whatever and don't worry about it. That's cool. So I was playing a little I was going to go back to Freddie on your point of how sources people make their money dancing. Come oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Before I interrupted about bruschetta and meringue. That's, that's all right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so how if you're interested in how salsa and bachata people make their money that I know about um, is that so you, I joined the classes and then people are like okay I think the classes end on Tuesday that's it and they're like oh well, do you want to come to the dance parties on the weekend where we go and have parties okay fair enough oh do you want to come to these special event things can't remember what you call them really and basically couples not necessarily couples as in romantic but couples dance couples they become famous modern in modern age, I guess, by putting videos and stuff on the internet. And you go and they will give you a class, like a one-off class. You'll pay like a lot of money to have this one-off class. And then at the end, they will perform a special routine that they've invented. And they get quite, like, it's quite important that like they are the ones that created this routine. And everyone stands around them in a circle and films it. And like, that's just how you do it. You go on Instagram, if you type in like salsa videos, you'll see people doing cool dances and uh, like about 50 people around them all with their phones videoing it. And then people watch those videos so that they can learn those moves that they've seen created. And like you pay good money to go to these special kind of one-off classes and you get super famous people charging yeah. crap tons for it. And Whoa. like, I and it's just because people enjoy it and they want to learn from these people. So I have met this couple called Danielle y Desiree, uh, and I went to one of their classes, but I was super drunk at the time because it was like during, oh, I, I should not have gone to that class, um, but I paid for it, so it turned up anyway. It was really, it was really good. Like, um, that was cool. Yeah. So that's how I know they make money, but yeah, backing dancers, I had no idea that they didn't get paid. And I guess like, do you, well, but... like in English films, I guess you don't really have dancing much, but maybe if it's like Bollywood or uh, Georgian, like Georgian films, they have lots of jumping around. I think we did those yeah, the jumping around with the, the Georgian dancing is a, a big. Well, that's kind of American. I'm thinking like maybe we guess yeah, right. yeah, you have American hip hop kind of dancers. I was just thinking of what dancing stuff. films are now. Yeah. What? Never back down. Step up to the streets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it like step up seven at the moment? So it's like, I don't even. Know. Step up seven, the streets. Of, of the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sorry, um, to go back to the thing about significance of dancing to us. Um, Johnny, like, I wanted to ask you, you're obviously the first dancer at a wedding, right? It's quite a big deal. So do you, oh, yeah, I was, remember this. Was that a big thing for you? Or was, mm. Obviously, Friday was yeah, there. Yeah, ask, ask him how, how much he prepared for this first dance. <laughs> Absolutely zero. Did you? Uh, <laughs> it's only after you got married. Did, did you know what song it was, or did you? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was yeah. Um, Elvis Presley. It was... Um, oh, I've got to think of it in my head now. Um, a little less conversation. <laughs> Not that. The one from um, um, oh, it's a nice Forrest Gump when he's like <laughs> shaking his leg. <laughs> the one he got from Forrest Gump when he says, um, it's about rivers running into the sea. Um, I'm not helping you, I, mate. I'll remember it later. That's fine. Um, no, but I think we just kind of did the, the usual kind of like shuffle, 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 and then I spin around a little bit and whatever. Yeah, but how did you know what you were going to do? When did you practice? I did not practice at all. You did. We had there was one <laughs> time. Oh in, wait, do we dance with you, Freddie? Yeah, in a. I think it was you, me, and your mum were in your living room, and you're like, "Oh crap, I need to learn how to do yeah. a first dance." Totally. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember that. Totally. That's yeah. Brilliant. Oh, I completely forgot. Yeah, because that was after Tanzania as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah so then you came around, you were painting stuff as well, and then you just lived in my house for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't have anything else to do. My mum was absolutely buzzing about it. I think. Right. Good. Oh, great. She looks really good. Yeah, sorry about that. I completely yeah, yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, thanks for that little no, memory. That was nice. That's Do you mean nice. Blue River? No. Oh, Presley. Okay. Um, well, that is your homework for next week. Do you want to look up yeah, what, that's what definitely, the song was? Yeah, that's definitely his homework. <laughs> um, you, 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 you might agree. Other dance I like, I mean, that was interesting. That was a good point about like the dance at the first wedding when people are looking. It's just like, yeah, like special dances. Like maybe we don't have them, but maybe other cultures have like, I mean, it's, oh, sh- oh, what about like a funeral march? Is that a dance? No, that's more like a thing that you do. <laughs> just like douche, 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 douche. Well, no, because I was thinking yeah. of the meme with the with the those the coffin know, dance. Yeah. The coffin yeah, dance. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a thing that they do. Um, they dance for that certain occasion. I can't help falling in love with you. Was the song by Elvis Presley? Aww. that's fair. 
Yeah, we really did not have a song. The only other song we actually have was really everything by Michael Bublé because when we first got together, we both really liked Michael Bublé. But like that's too too used for a wedding song as a first dance. <laughs> We're like, no, that's that's too cliche. We've got to find something else. That we just kind of like, yeah, this song sounds nice. Yeah, the song we wanted was um, yeah too too cliche. We're like, no, I can't do that. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Thinking out loud must be one of the, the biggest ones, right? Oh, yeah. also no. like one of Ed Sheeran's albums, and I was like, oh my days! There was like five songs in it. I'm like, three of those are weddings, two of those are funerals, and like you just cashing in for life. Um, yeah, that's how you make the money. That's that's, that's where the money's at. Yeah. That's, with Christmas songs yeah. as well. Michael Bublé, I mean, he must that. make a killing every. Same with um, Watch My Flip. Um, what's she called? Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Like, does she? She didn't even do songs anymore, apart from just like, absolutely. Yeah, they make millions every every Christmas. Like, yeah, people who really look forward to Christmas. Yeah, because obviously you got, you got up for life. Yeah, you, you never have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, no. Yeah, obviously, there aren't really that many the... new. There aren't that many new ones. It's always you know they're all quite. It's not the classics yeah. now, right? And then they're the classics, and there's no, no new ones. But yeah. Anyway, so um, for next week, I'm going to give you some. Oh, you don't normally do this, but I'm going to give you some very specific homework for, for the week. So yes. I'll give you one one type of dancing each. Um, you pick if you want. So uh, between ballet and tap, I thought we'd just, just you know, just Ooh. two that I'm assuming you don't necessarily know how much about, maybe. So, Freddie, which do you know less about? <laughs> I mean, I've watched Black Swan. Um, <laughs> Tap's all on you then. I mean, so I guess I'll, no, no, I'll take tap. I mean, I'm actually super interested. I have no idea yeah, about tap, tap other than they wear shoes with male bits on them. I think that's, in the old films they're quite good like the singing in the rain and stuff they did do some really cool oh stuff. my god that's um, like an amazing so, yeah. scene isn't it with that guy yeah, yeah, who does like yeah, yeah. a full on thing and then passes out the end really cool. uh, yeah so, so are you happy, happy to research ballet for next week yeah that's definitely like I always want to do ballet yeah there you go Billy Elliot I'm still doing it those two for next week each, each of you and then obviously we'll kind of go um, obviously the stuff we've, we've touched on this this episode anything more that you want like so a new definition of, um, of course um, Freddie Oh yeah, so there was one other thing I wanted to uh, I wanted to mention. Something very topical, I guess. Yes, yeah, definitely topical, and ties into this perfectly is TikTok. Yes, yeah, yeah that's a great show. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. I, I mean, you guys got. I actually don't have it, but I I saw the, your brother's video, man. That was really cool. He got like 400,000 views right of that one with his oh, baby yeah. with the passport. Jeez. It's actually really funny. Oh yeah, yeah, funny one. Yeah, maybe forty thousand. I don't know if it's kind of been also that much. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that just reminded me of. Do you know, like? I don't know if this is actually real, but do you know, like the seventies discos of like everyone does the same. I know like the montages and films look incredible. Everyone's doing the same dance, and it's all on the dance floor, and it's all like almost rehearsed. But do you know, like TikTok? That's definitely a thing of where like, you know, you don't know as you saying Freddie, like you don't know how to dance in front of people, and so you learn a specific dance. Mm. And TikTok was definitely that of where people have learned to do a particular dance, one part to show off, one it's a little challenge, and it's I guess it's that. You know, I guess dancing in a way, especially like that, is you know about being part of a group, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and enjoying yeah. it. Because I mm. mean, I didn't. All I knew about it was from my students, because they they like showing me their TikTok videos in class um, about like the little dances that they've learned, which was kind of really cute to be honest. Like it was cool, even though I was both like not sure how I felt about the girls listening to well, all the boys. To be honest, listening to like really not good lyrics about like oh, sex man. and drugs and then showing their cool dances and I'm like oh, I mean fair enough I guess you're not really listening to it and you're all speaking Spanish they so don't know what they're saying <laughs> but then like at the other at the other hand yeah they're, they're enjoying like something where they're learning something they're playing with their friends they're moving and they're being confident and stuff I thought that was kind of I, cool. yeah I think one big thing mm. we have said but I think obviously it kind of goes without saying almost but how positive dancing really is like how, how, how much you know how, it's very much a, an expression of joy right an expression of happiness so I think that's a that's a really nice like, thing to do you to don't dance when you're sad exactly yeah. Off in the funeral marches, apparently. Yeah, that's I guess celebrating someone's life. Yeah, I think it's a nice the idea of to have a, a funeral as a celebration of someone's life rather than a mourning of the death. But I think it's really hard to not to cut out that one side of emotion. I guess usually you get. So, yeah, so I might judge you a little bit if you were like really going for it at a funeral. Like, <laughs> yeah, the best time. Look at you having so good. really happy about it though that he's dead. No, just that he was alive ever. Oh, it's like, Seriously. that's positive, I guess. We're all Good crying, time. but that's positive. But you're really happy right now. It's kind of really weird. You do have to have some confidence to dance. You just do. It's like, you, you can't have zero confidence and dance in front of anyone else, I guess. And, like, also, it does show some level of kind of fitness because you can move and stuff. And all I'm, well, what I'm getting at is that, like, 
when you see someone and you're like, oh, yeah, they look all right. But then you see them dance and they dance well. You're like, damn, that's awesome. Corian, have you ever done dancing? I say, As in like, not, not, in, not in any proper sense. Like, I, I do remember lamenting that when we were in that, that salsa bar with Freddie in Spain uh, a few years ago. Oh. I do remember thinking, man, I really wish I'd, I'd spent a bit more time. But it's, it's on my list of things to do. In like you know, sort of in, in my, I, I, it's something that I want to get better at before I'm sort of you know, I've got yeah. this idea of things I'm going to do before I'm thirty. I'm going to like you know be a much better chef and a much better dancer than I am now. Cool. So two things I'm I mean, they they go together, out. kind of. Maybe not. Husband, husband <laughs> skills, husband skills. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening to this first half on dancing, where we will um, go away for a week, research it, come back, and tell you tell you something that you may or may not already know. So yeah, um, thank you, and we'll see you after this short. Welcome back to part two of our episode on dancing. Uh, with me, still, funnily enough, is Johnny and Freddie. And we're going to find out what we have maybe learnt about various kinds of dancing and just its place in, in our lives and the world and not. Sounds good. Um, so, Jonathan, what, uh, what did, you, did you find out about, I want to say, ballet? Okay. Uh, what? Come on now, jump in the gun now. We've got to go straight, <laughs> oh, sorry, straight de- to the juicy definition stuff. Time. It's definition time. Oh, Johnny literally waits all week for this. And then... <laughs> it's the first thing I look up. It's the first Clocks thing I out afterwards. <laughs> definition to move rhythmically to music, typically following a sequence of steps or a series of steps and movements that match the speed and rhythm of a piece of music. So. I initially said, is it just movement rhythmically and not to music? But no, it's definitely music. You need the music. You can dance without music, but it's only because you once had music. So yeah, that. That's interesting. That's yeah. mm. that, uh, it does seem like quite, a, cool. quite an integral part, I think. Yeah, yeah. Freddie, any, oh, anything? Oh, oh, sorry. I'll just quickly say, I, I um, you know, I said something about looking up. Do we dance? Does everyone dance when they're drunk? And I spent there's mm. a big article. I was like, oh, it's a bit about related to like dancing and drinking. Read the whole article. It was about ten minutes. I was reading that, writing stuff down. I was like, hmm, hmm. And the, literally, the very last sentence was, "You'll never guess what day it is. April Fool from 2016." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, I just, I just wait. What? You got April? You get April fooled by something from 2016?" <laughs> No, what? I was like, why? Why is it even up? Why is it still there? It was so convincing. <laughs> like, it was a full on, like, oh. like, like, the spaghetti is a grown trees thing that they did for the news. Yeah. <laughs> or that penguins just, can fly. <laughs> yeah, and they just. Why didn't they just take it down? And now I was like, oh, well, now I'm none the wiser Wait. between alcohol and dancing. What was it saying? It was Wait, like so the, alcohol. In, it, it, yeah. it was saying that at a certain level of intoxication related to your body mass and how much alcohol you drink you'll have a thing of where the alcohol goes through the blood-brain barrier and that your brain has a certain point of, like, effectively confidence to hand coordination. Is that, like, a, a nice, like, sweet spot? And you get better at dancing, effectively. Everyone and they yeah, did coordination this. goes way up when you drink, of course. That's why, that's why drinking and driving is so actively encouraged. Uh, but that's what I say. Ah. Is the, the bit was convincing because it was saying, like, no, it's when you're tipsy, effectively. I was like, and they would not try to condone it either way. It's not. It's it was. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. It was all. That is really believable, though. To be fair, I mean, people say you know, like having a pint helps you steady your hand at darts or something, right? Like, and they said like it was a study of three hundred eighteen people, and as not to to um to promote alcoholism, they were like they made sure no one's previous addict. It was over three years, but it was only bi monthly they did it, and it was off certain variance balance and those control groups, and it was like. They did it wow, in a way that good. sounded. They got you good. Like they got me good, and I was, I was so on board. It's like, yeah, no, of course, of course. Mm. <laughs> to um, making notes. <laughs> I, was, I totally made notes, and then I was like, right, I will just rub all this out. That's fine. I delete that. That's right. And then I wrote, I wasted a good ten minutes researching something that turned out to be April Fool, and so, uh, so otherwise, you know, yeah. anything between alcohol and dancing. I saw a lesson in terms of the importance of, of, you know. Fact checking your, your work, which obviously we do religiously on this podcast. I mean, as, this as fact checking wow. was reading the end of the article, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, if you didn't even get swayed by that, though. Yeah, if you just read a bit and you just like, was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fair, cool. And, or you could just forward it to people and just tell them that it's tr- the truth and assume they won't read the end. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Like the onion. Just photoshop the end of it and then, you know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, you could just copy and paste mm. bits. You could quote it. No one ever checks where you quote stuff from, really, do they? Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, no. I doubt lecturers even did so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> People who listen to a podcast on a whim would be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good stuff, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so in terms of, like, did, did you guys touch on the history particularly, or did you go more into the sort of... Yes. Side? Okay, well, yes, I did. I think Freddie's got his, his eyes are lighting up with a... Wild. Of wanting to talk about something. Um... Yes. So just like to add on Johnny's part, looks like um, that it's a performing art form. It's categorized by choreography, historical period, place of origin. Because like, I mean, what what defines what a dance is? Like, why is a, a salsa different from a jive or something? Right. It's those parts. And then its functions are social, ceremonial, compatible, compatible, competitiveness, Competitive? erotic, m- martial as an martial arts mm. i guess no and in like military sac- and sacred yeah yeah right oh wait no like martial law but maybe martial know. law is hang on what okay the last one, sorry. anyway oh and, and sacred like you can have a sacred dance uh, and there is evidence of dance from over nine thousand years ago probably before there's um dance could have been important part of passing stories down which is really cool um it's basically as native as human speech like the the concept of dancing because it, it just it's evolved in every way entry is, in every society is there, there is one right <laughs> you know. yeah yeah you have to move <laughs> you have to be <laughs> able to move that is that, that's you know it's like oh you can't so, speak actually, unless you've got a tongue so you know but no, i think yeah i got the link into this so i tried looking at marshall and i came up with anthony marshall french footballer so i don't know um Helpful. yeah so i looked up um could animals dance because it's like oh do animals do it and i think originally we thought oh it's unique to humans um and then there's a birds. Come on, there's a birds, cockatoo called Snowball, and he was dancing to some Beastie Boy song. And then like, it's like, look, he, clearly he's dancing to the music. And then someone's like, well, you can say that, but we actually have to see whether that makes sense. Maybe it's just copying the person. Like, there's been, you know, I was chatting to about him. Do you know is it Coco the gorilla? And like how well, the sign language. It depends thing. how much is anthropomorphism and mimicking, which is just really complex mimicking, but not actually conscious thought mm. if you know what i mean like like the horse the that guy, could count the horse could count and it was actually because the guy was giving un- unconscious messages to the horse that he didn't know he was doing but it wasn't until they put yeah. something in front of him that they realized and he didn't know he was doing it either um yeah. but yeah start with snowball and so researchers right we'll, we'll see if this cockatoo actually dances so they had the same song then they adjusted the tempo so it got faster and slower and cockatoo on the beat was dancing, bopping his head, lifting his feet, and it always was was rhythmic to the actual beat. So therefore, it seems like it's responding to rhythm. Um, and then loads of other videos came in, like look at these other animals, because like maybe just snowballs unique, and 50, loads of different things. But fifteen other species, fourteen are parrots, and one is elephants. So elephants apparently, and so the link may be to music, right? It's all like getting them to do. It. To music, right? Yeah, that, to music. So it's beginning, following it's, a beat. Yeah, yeah, he's saying that. Yeah, that's that's what is integral to dancing. Obviously, in the animal world, it's slightly harder to come by. I think than. <laughs> well, that's it, and like the thing, like, well, maybe it's just because um, just introducing music to animals, but like dogs and horses don't do it, so it's not that. It's and apparently they link it to it's. It may be obviously this is all like speculation. Like we think they're dancing, and it, we've done research, and it seems like they're dancing to music. Um, but the link may be vocal learning. So both um, parrots, elephants, and us modulate their voice for communication, um, and that's how they learn as well. So maybe that's mm. the link of why they're able to dance is because they're able to pick up on rhythms and modulations in tone, and that's what they're, they're trying to listen and learn, whereas other species just don't do that. Like um, there's a book I was reading about dogs, and it was, it was a German guy. It was a, it's a theory called My Bubble, and effectively like like a dog, may see or smell a rose and it has no interest it may as well be gray to it or blacked out because like no they're looking for something else whereas for us a rose is like oh it's so pretty and like smells so nice whereas for a dog like don't care about what it looks like or what it smells like because it's not what i mind focusing on so like the noise to an animal we think wow how can you not hear the music like someone may like metal and someone may yeah. like classical and it's like it's because it doesn't yeah. even register as something important there you go yeah I'm just thinking, like, just a tiny, just to go off on the tiniest, tiniest tangents. Like, we, I mean, because a lot of that was about visual, like, we're visual creatures and we're saying, oh, like, how could you not care about this? Or a bit, like, audio, audible creatures, like, oh, how could you not care about sound and lyrics? I'm just thinking, like, trying to compare, like, a dog's idea of a rose to maybe, like, my taste of f- 
that bit of floor. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah. I have that bit of floor versus no... that bit of floor, mate. What do you think the difference is? Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen my dog lick the floor. I've seen him, and you're like, what are you doing, mate? Is there really anything worth there licking that bit of floor? But, you know, I have no interest. To, to me, that floor might as well have no taste. I mean, it probably does, and I don't want to find out what it is, but. So, um, the history, Freddie, as well. You, were, you lit up a bit when we mentioned history before. Of, uh, of oh, well, that was that was mainly okay. Well, my my history really was of the general dancing concept was focused only on like ancient practices in like China. They found like carvings on bot uh, not bottles vases and stuff that pretty much look like dancing, and other carvings on the walls like, yeah, and paintings that look here, like yeah. it. It's hard to put again anything that you like, history recorded history is pretty difficult. Even going back like a couple hundred years, when you're reading stuff that people have written, you've got to guess what they mean by what they're, re- what they're writing. So when you go back <laughs> 9,000 and you're like, that drawing is of a stick man dancing, you're just guessing. Right? You're just guessing. So it's difficult. But yeah, it, that was just it. Like it's, it's yeah, an incredibly yeah. ancient thing. And then the rest of that was the his- I went into tap dancing, right? And so I went into the history of tap dancing. I was a tiny tangent about the history. I remember seeing it was a documentary and it was like this. It was this tribe somewhere in the rainforest and it was do you know when we think of singing or music we're thinking like either even like primitives you think like drums you think of whatever like like maybe chanting stuff like that kind of more guttural um but this tribe what they did is they just be whistling and making bird calls so that was them their like music and then like as they were just walking through the forest they're just kind of messing around they're just making these like whooping calls and all bird related so their music is based off what they hear in the rainforest oh. and then they're just altering it to their own tastes obviously it sounded just like bird call to me but do you know that thing of how it's i guess music is like art is subjective it's quite cool that thought of do you know, like they're copying their music and therefore probably what they dance do is similar to what they hear in the rainforest and also cool thought if that you think of, if you listen to the mu- that the rainforest and it sounds like music to you that'd be great that's sick oh, it's got sick techno in, techno in the jungle i did yeah. i did do a little experiment Oh, yeah. Um, by myself, just because I I, was th- I had a little brain thought, brain thought about the episode. Because I was just like, right, so dancing to music is like, that's the, that's the thing, right? You dance to music. And I was like, but like, what is it about music that makes you dance? Or can you dance to music in your head? And I was like, trying to dance with no music. And I was like, this is actually not so bad. So then I, then later on, I was listening to my um, kind of chill playlist when I was sat on a plane. And it's, composed of a lot of piano covers, right? And I suddenly came to my head like, I don't know if I could dance to this, you know? Even though these are piano covers, sometimes of club music, like, I'm not going to lie, I enjoy piano covers, right? And sometimes there's like a piano cover that's of, God knows what, I don't know, like um, a Shakira song, but it sounds sick. (laughs) Yeah, and then I was trying to imagine myself dancing to just piano cover. It's really hard, like like how do you how to move i'm sure someone else can do it but trying to move to just someone jamming on a piano is kind of weird and difficult that's what people are like used to do though isn't it at what but piano is not the more, first instrument but, no no but i mean like, do you like balls i'm thinking like oh yeah not that long ago do you like ball do you like ballroom and stuff like that yeah like your main thing would be like getting I guess so piano, like a waltz play music yeah like like a yeah. like a simple a slow dancing as if it's got more rhythm yeah Anyway, that was just a slight tangent. Okay. I went off. The rest was all on tap dancing. Nothing. Well, I mean, we'd like to hear. Yes, I would. I would Excellent, because you're gonna. Oh man, I've got so much to talk about. I'm so sorry. So here we go. Generally, like the concept of tap dancing is having metal or leather or even nothing <laughs> on the bottom of your shoes and tapping with it. Um, it's got roots from minstrel shows and then Slapping moves into like, the floor. Fr- <laughs> yeah, French <laughs> theatre. The, this is the thing, right? So it was, it's got like lots of kind of family, it's like in a family of dance, which includes Scottish step, Giobu, Juba dance, English clog dancing, Irish jigs. Like it's kind of a Western dance in, in that sense. But then it was like adopted into American culture fantastically. Um, but there was a two-coloured rule that stopped black people from performing solo. And so lots of dancers were dancing and piano like um, acts of two people. And this is where it kind of switched from being just like kind of a, 
a minstrelly dancing in a circus idea, whether we've got a big smiley face on, to being classy, cool, with people dressed in like immaculate clothing and doing insane choreographed dances. So Bill Bojangles Robinson, who um, was an inc- like basically the most famous um, black, most famous and highly paid black American entertainer in America of the 20th century, pretty much. And he performed insane dances that I watched a few videos of. And it was just like, I I just can't get over that this was something that he's dancing to music that he can't have recorded. So he has to learn it by listening to it being performed live and then learning and then figuring out a dance and then doing it. it just, just insane. Um, <laughs> And oh, oh, interesting tidbit is that sometimes for because there's like hundreds and hundreds of different like names of moves that people do in tap, like I don't know, um, the shiggy bop or the sliding tap or something. Sometimes they put sand on the stage to make the noise. Um, oh, yeah, later on, an incredibly talented couple called the Nicholas Brothers started performing. Do you know Just... Michael Jackson when he seems like he floats across the floor? It's yeah. like that, but with vigorously hitting your feet on the floor yet still somehow seeming like they're just gliding almost oh. but all of it's in perfect time to the music like insane and then this is in the 1930s anyway the nicholas brothers, the nicholas brothers. regarded as many as this just like the the highest quality of dance performed in film ever <laughs> apparently by some um just to finish it all off the concept of tap dancing um Basically, it's you can have it with no music, and that's called a cappella tap. You can have people who are called hoofers, who basically dance mainly with just their feet, and they don't move the rest of their body. But um, the rest of other da- tap dancing is a lot of like move. It rose back to mainstream fame with what animated film? Happy Feet. Happy Feet. The non-Christmas film, but it's about penguins in the snow, so it's on every single year on ITV and ITV2. Just like they just hammer that film. Great film, though. And I've just realised that I turned the page wrong, and I found where the shoes you, at first were wooden, then leather, and then metal. That was it. Um, and if you have a large orchestra where you wouldn't be able to hear the feet, you'd have castanets so that you can hear what it would sound like, <laughs> which I don't understand. Like clack 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 clack. Like translating, but with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's all in sign language or something. just trying to tap out of time with what they're doing, but listening and then doing that. Yeah. That would be a What's a castanet? Just to. Oh, like you, the things you hold and they go. Yeah. Like, yes. Just... Like a tambourine, but yeah. without the. Yeah. What? Like a tambourine? Yeah, that's too funny. It's a handheld. It's not like a tambourine. Like, okay, it's more. It's closer to coconut halves, okay? It's, it's like having coconut halves in one hand. Um, like a tiny coconut. And the final final fact that I'll tell you that I thought was quite interesting is that if you have the uh, plates attached to your shoe with no glue but only um, screws, <coughs> the screws can be adjusted by being tightened and loosened to change the sound that you would produce with your feeties. Pretty impressive. Madness. It's literally, it's like beatboxing with your feet, but even oh, so they just have like insane. <laughs> oh my god, I actually didn't even check. That's a... <laughs> you never know. Yeah, could you imagine? That would be amazing. Yes, like they do. They need, yeah. Yes, they do. Riverdance, Life of New York, 1996, Trading Taps. It's like a tap off. I imagine the energy wow. on that will be insane. Yeah. Anyway, I, I advise anyone to. Check out, check out the Nicholas Brothers on YouTube. Amazing. Um, um, one thing I, I looked up was about earning money because for really you yeah, saying about like how yeah people do the car like film stuff and I saw there was one there's a website about like you know for dancers how do you earn money when you're out of season because obviously you'd have like dance shows assuming similar to acting um you go to shows like that and the first one was like you know effectively blog about dancing you know find something where you can write articles then choreograph stuff for other people, you can teach, and then we went to selling merch, so doing like dancing attire, so either make your own or sell somebody else's, and then maybe monetize your social accounts, um, so you know, you're getting money from that. All this is assuming that you're somehow very much deeply involved in it, which I think would, 
it's hard to start off with. And then it goes, the last one was effectively just saying, get another job. It was about freelance, so maybe just, <laughs> <laughs> so like maybe you'll be like, in your downtime, maybe you could take photography or dancing, stuff like that, or you know, like maybe you could do something else. And it's like, well, that's that's not like the most heartening thing for somebody to know. But like, yeah, you know, you know, like Rishi, Rishi Sunak, just maybe. I know if you're in the arts, maybe just get another job. Um. <laughs> One of your dreams, brutal. Really, you know what? Uh, and ballet. Uh, that was yes, ballet. So I, I don't think I did it the justice that uh, Freddie did. Um, also, if anyone's watched uh, John Wick, um, the third John Wick is also just. I mean, the whole series is just pretty incredible, to be honest. Um, and the third one includes a little bit of ballet of where the, it's a Russian mafia and where the the men who are orphans are raised to be assassins and the women are raised to be ballerinas. Um, but the ballerinas all have mad tattoos. Um, it's not really related to anything at all. It's just about a film. Um, so, starting in the 15th century in the Italian Renaissance, it developed um, into a concert dance form in France and Russia. Um, it's an art form. I like I like this thing for like someone explaining what ballet is. If you think of what kind of art, like dance it is, and it's like it's an art form. It's theatrical. It can tell a story or express thought, concept, or emotion. I think that's where it can be different from other forms of dance. You get interpretive dance and stuff like that, but a bit almost like an opera. You know, you you're going to listen to music, but at the same time, it's fully telling a story. It's not just like going to somebody singing. It's going to somebody singing and it's telling a story. With ballet, it's the same thing. You're going to see somebody dance. But you're also going to see a story. Um, it's not always the case. Sometimes it can be like, you know, dancing beautifully to music effectively. So it is that just pure performance of seeing somebody do their thing. Uh, but I like that it's got that kind of duality to it. Um, thing that I don't understand when you're there and you're like, hmm, this was probably good, but I don't get the true meaning behind it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> watching a film yeah. in a language you don't speak, right? <laughs> you're like, something's going on here, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's characterised by light, graceful movements and the use of point shoes with reinforced toes. And, right, the point shoes are just mad because oh, I've never seen a video. And this is, to again, like you know, like with tap shoes, it's the ballet, you really you do need the point shoes because uh, you can see how they bounce on the toes is mad anyway. But I think to have the kind of keeping it up and doing some of the moves, you just need the reinforced. Um, but seeing how um, professional ballerinas use the shoes they'll get and they break them in so they'll be like cracking and bending them they'll be like scratching them so they get like just they know exactly how to do it um and for the point shoes so for varies for different people um someone's saying they average about two shoes per week if they're doing a lot um somebody stated they got 12 to 15 hours of wear out of them so if you think if you're dancing every day it's 12 to 15 hours full stuff of wear then you'll probably need new ones before they start you know losing it so for a professional for a season which is september to may it's 100 to 120 pairs of shoes they go through and to bear in mind can you guess how much the shoes are they're oh, 50 God. pounds each wow so like <laughs> so like that's why really when you're with ballet companies they're giving you shoes because you know for a season that's like five grand on shoes alone and that's <laughs> most of that will be spent on practicing you know even on the show you know you'll be going through weeks you and weeks can't... and weeks and it's like yeah. How that's mad is that though? Just there. It's like, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, it's like, can't you imagine one tire? But because I remember um, seeing this um, ballerina, how she actually like broke her shoes in and saying, like, you do this every time you get a new pair of shoes and you're doing this like more than once a week, which I think is mad that every time you've got to break your shoes in only to then throw them away not long after. Um, and it takes roughly eight to 10 years to become a professional. So, like, usually they want you to start between the ages of 7 and 10 and then by the age you're 15 so this is to become a professional ballerina um you should be having 10 so you start off with like one oh, to no, two no, sessions no, no. a week sounds old to start like most things like that like, start when you're sort of i guess like it, i think you know, when you right, like, properly start professionally performing i, I guess, guess yeah. um but by 15 so if you start at 7 10 by 15 they should be having 10 to 15 classes a week like I'd, that's two a I day. I have fifteen classes a week. Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> fifteen is more than two a day. <laughs> three one day, then two all um, the other days. I was thinking that's when you do like proper ballet schools, uh, not a case of you know like you know you do whatever and then you do ballet on the side. Maybe I'll do. And realistically, they were saying it, and I, I completely agree. It's comparable to the Olympics. You know, the kind of physical yeah. regimes you have to go into, the kind of competition you have to be in as well. Uh, the pay, because I thought, well, what's it like to be a ballet? 
because we're looking at the pay for dancers and stuff like that. And I think um, so. Members of the corps de ballet at the Royal Ballet earn twenty two thousand a year in their second year, and an extra one thousand per year after that. Um, soloists earn thirty two and a half thousand, and with the first soloist getting thirty nine thousand. Um, so that's obviously in that one, the Royal Ballet, and that that one part of it. And I had another source stating the lowest to highest wage you could expect from ballerinas. This was in dollars, so convert to pounds. And minimum is about ten grand a year, going up to one hundred eighty-two thousand a year. Um, so I'm assuming that's when you get to either high up super performances or you're actually head of like the school of ballet. Um, it sounds like so, yeah, the, so work, the effort and work to, to money ratio doesn't, doesn't sound great. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't, I don't think it... you're doing it for the money somehow. I think it's no, well, that's it. So that's pretty... It's very much about like the about the art form, isn't it? Um, but it was it's got to be I, teaching, I right? Yeah, that gets the money. Yeah, so it's. I mean, I've always I always wanted to do ballet to be honest, but obviously I just wasn't cut out for it. Slash, I'm just thinking. My brother did. I'm just thinking. Ah, at some point in like the history of this dance, someone started dancing on their tippy toes, and they ensured the unbelievable torment of <laughs> thousands of people in the future. <laughs> Poor little kid, yeah. <laughs> bent into the. Uh, do you, oh, do, do you, do you, think you guys must have it? seen the photos of those feet? Oh god! Oh yeah. But it'd be one of the things as well, it'd be like, you know what, be really pretty. Like, oh, if you go on your tiptoes, oh, that looks really nice, doesn't it? Now stay that way. Now stop <laughs> tapping your feet. <laughs> and it's like, it's not them doing it. <sighs> At the end of Chicken Run in the credits, um, Flip Flop Fly, uh, that song, remember dancing along to that in primary school and going absolutely nuts, just absolutely loving it, living in the moment. And I feel like, not same with singing as well, not having those moments of just being alone and just letting loose and not really caring about, you know, the whole thing of dancing like no one's in the room. Definitely that. Mm-hmm. I think some people, they never learn to dance like there's no one there, even when there isn't anyone there. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful message. I think that's a really nice message to end the episode on, actually. So, yeah. Um, thank you very much, guys, for listening to this week's episode of No Idea Yet. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you've got any suggestions for us, you can email us at noideayetpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram if you want to see the occasional post there. Uh, that is No Idea Yet Podcast. Uh, Thank you very much and have a good week.